Hello out there, my lovely people, and welcome to yet another episode of How Lee Sees It. I am your host, Asia Lee, the woman of the hour. That's my new title, the woman of the hour. Okay, guys. We have a lot to talk about today, and I think it's some very important topics, two important topics for sure, that need to be thoroughly discussed and understood so that we could just all move on and be great in life. Let's just talk about the aggressive men because it's a segue from yesterday's episode. Men just being overly assertive, overly sexual, crossing boundaries, talking too slick out the mouth. It's just... And I saw a meme that said, niggas become very rapey once you tell them no. Come on, why not? That's stupid. Nigga, I said no. There should be no conversation after that. And that's big facts. If a woman said no, then no is no is no. But let's be realistic and let's just let's just live in the real world real quick. Real quick, because this is why I wanted to have this conversation. Because Sometimes as women, we find ourselves in situations that we probably shouldn't be in. And then it gets too far. And we didn't have the intention on it probably leading to sex. But the man always had the intention on it leading to sex. So you might have liked everything that was going on. You might have liked cuddling. But cuddling, get that thing poking. Okay? You know what I'm saying? You might like spending time and laying in the bed. But those vertical positions... Yeah, I mean horizontal. <laughs> Those horizontal positions will get you in some trouble. And then it's too late by the time you realize, oh, wait, I don't want to do this. But the real fact of the matter is, is that it should never be too late. It doesn't matter if a woman laid in the bed with you. And I'm not going to say naked because that's a bit much. Let's be realistic to the fact that we're all humans. But... Even if you felt like it was a vibe, and if she says no, just leave it. Y'all got to be like, no, because the no wasn't strong enough. You got to curse a nigga out. No, get the fuck out. I said no. For a man to understand that no is like, no, I don't want to. And then women find themselves doing things that they probably had no intention on doing. And now we had a conversation about this in the book club. Like if you ever felt like you were raped before. And in this type of sense, some of the girls were just saying, you know, Maybe they found themselves in places where they not. We wouldn't say that we got raped, but I did not go in with the intention on wanting to have sex. And I probably didn't leave with the intention on wanting to have sex either, but it happened. You know what I'm saying? Is that considered rape? Not technically, because at the end of the day, my point is that as women, we have to be held accountable for putting ourselves in certain positions. But that does not mean that because you went to go chill with somebody that you should have known that he would have wanted to have sex. No, if I said no, that's it. So maybe we do just got to get aggressive, pull a fucking blade out and say, motherfucker, did you not hear what the fuck I just said? And I bet you he get it then. Um, But the rest of the memes say y'all will pressure a female into fucking you and be surprised when she hates you. I'm confused about the hate you part. Because, girl, if you hate the nigga after then, you really shouldn't have did it. You could have ran out of the room crying if that's the case. So I'm a little confused on that part. But that is definitely a conversation that I'll be having with my son as well. Like, listen, 
if you're around a woman and, and things you think is getting hot and heavy and she feeling you, and if at any point she say no, that's it. Leave her alone. Period. Because it can be a little rapey when y'all just keep going. Like, And then women sometimes feel intimidated. That's just the bottom line. But, you know, everybody has to be held accountable. And that's just the bottom, bottom, bottom line. I still thought that was just like a very important thing to discuss, though, because y'all need to be aware of sometimes the aggressiveness is too much. Turn it down. Even if you feel like you're getting signs, I'm sure gentlemen get a lot further. And I don't even care if you got to pretend to be a gentleman. Pretend. Because I'd rather you pretend than be overly aggressive. I'm automatically turned off. I'm automatically getting ready to get an attitude and probably say something wild that you're not going to like. So just don't even go there because I like being a nice person. Next topic, and I think this is going to be a quickie episode, but it, I saw another meme that was like a Fort Lauderdale woman, um, a Fort Lauderdale man accuses woman of drugging, robbing him after they hung out. And what do I feel about it? So somebody commented like, sis hit a lick, LOL, da 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 And this is another one of those double standards. While we talking double standards, let's talk double standards. Sis said no. I'm talking about sis said no. What the hell? That was some real hot shit. <laughs> I'm looking at it and says sis said no. Her face look like she's saying no right now. But they're saying sis hit a lick. If a man did that, and if that was posted as a man drugging and raping a woman, it wouldn't be funny. Just like Bill Cosby in jail, just like R. Kelly in jail, Harvey Weinstein, all these people. I don't think that's funny. Just like Cardi B was like, yeah, because you got to do what you want. She, when she supposedly, apparently, um, allegedly used to be drugging niggas back in the day and taking their money. On the woman's side of things, I'm like, yeah, bitch, girl, power, take that nigga money. Because y'all niggas be running so much of a muck. That y'all be deserving to be victimized sometimes. I'm not even going to lie. Now, men that are just good men, obviously they don't. But it's a lot more men that are not good men than ones that are, in my opinion. So, in that Cardi case, I'm like, girl, why you ain't telling me so I could? Then over there, got a couple bands with you, girl. You selfish, you stingy. But <laughs> in real life, the mature side of me, the grown woman, understands that that's a double standard that is not acceptable. A woman drugging a man and taking his money is just as bad and should be just as punishable as a man drugging a woman and raping her or having sex with her. You're a robber. You're a thief. So, I mean, but I, do I talk about these things because it's not going to happen in life? No. I just want to get it out there that those are like two of the most major misperceptions and double standards about men and women like that I don't really like with men just being overly aggressive and not really realizing and women thinking it's a right to do certain things women rape too I was actually talking to one of my friends and you know we were watching Iyanla and it was about like a boy getting raped and I'm like how could a boy get raped like how does that work? But I forgot to think about the fact that young boys, impressionable 10, 12, that's rape. 
Why would you ever want to touch on a 10, 12, 14-year-old, 16-year-old? Why? But at 12 years old, being touched by a grown woman and her making you do stuff to her, that's fucking rape. So for any men out there right now, if that has happened to you, I'm sorry for one. And those are the things that mold y'all into being who y'all are. And those are the things that are childhood traumas that are not even spoken about that should be because that's real shit. That's real traumatic. That's just, and this is a double standard. A man and a young man, a boy being touched inappropriately at a young age is just as traumatic and equally damaging as a woman being violated and molested at a young age. I take it very seriously. I'm hurt the same way for that happening to a man because then when they grow up and be whoever the hell they be, we be wondering why. These are some of the things we have to look at. One, I be watching Liyala. These mothers be ruining these men. Whatever problems they be going through, it, it, it comes down on these children. And that's exactly why I want to be whole in every way. That's another reason why I want to be financially stable. Because when you're stressed out and you aggravated and you don't have your child's father and you don't have no additional help, them kids get the brunt of it and it's not fair. And it molds them who they're going to be in the future. So that's one of the things that men, black men have to go through that ends up molding them into whoever they become as they get older. And some black men can fight through it and still be a good human being. And a lot of y'all are very not. (laughs) And it doesn't mean you're not a good person. I mean, when it comes to relationship in relations to women, because it starts with how you feel about your mother. It starts with how your mother treated you. It starts with your perception of women. And that starts with your mother. So that's the root and the core. I I love to ask questions about how a man feels about his mom. What is your relationship like with her? Because even the ones that have good ones, now we got to move on to the other traumas in their life that may have happened that caused them to still be an ain't shit motherfucker. Excuse my language. So we got the mamas be messing people up and abuse, domestic violence, not having fathers around, and, and then one of the most unspoken things that happens to young black men and children is molestation. And I am just in a place, in a space, all year that I'm going to be shoving the mental health of men down your throat because it's so important. It's like, for me, the reason why it's important is because as a black woman, I want a black man. I want a good black man. So if I don't go, I can't just be on here saying everything y'all doing wrong, even though that's what's happening, but I'm still hopeful and I still want to uplift and I still want to touch the lives of other black men and give them, maybe sometimes black men need to hear black women say that, all right, no matter what happens to you, I get it. I understand, but let's work through it. I see you. I see your pain. That you're not just an ancient nigga that just like to have sex and lie and deceit and cheat. You have real serious hurt and pain inside of you and let's work through it so you can be a better person. That's where I'm trying to come from with it instead of that agitated mind. I and mean, that's why I watch a lot of Yala so I can under get a better understanding. But if y'all never talk about it, then nobody's ever going to understand drugs. So I'm going to keep shoving it down y'all throats. For us to talk more, I'll be your therapist. I just had saw a post. Oh, let me see. Let me let me see what that post said. Because I like that one. And it was real good. I'm going to end on this note. The post said, 84 men a week take their own lives. 
75% of all suicides are male. 75% of all suicides in the whole entire world are males. And I just wanted to break this part down real quick. It's because I was just talking to one of my female friends. Oh, shit. You know, whatever. I was just talking to um, one of my female friends. And we were talking about how, you know, women, we go through the struggle and we just get it done. It might come out in other ways, daddy issues, this, that, and third. But women, for the most part, just we have our shell. We get our stuff done. We endure a lot of pain and we still smile and get dressed the next day and look beautiful and push through. A lot of us came from nothing and every, just about every woman that I know has her own something. That's the bottom line. And then I look around and men that I might have grown up with or know or see or new people that I meet and how unstable men are. Just very codependent. And then you guys use this ego that it's women that want y'all for the money. If a man don't got money, he not love properly. And as if everything is everybody else's fault when it's really a lot more core, deep down issues going on. Let's tap into y'all emotions for once and really figure out what's going on. Because men, honestly, I feel like they can't even endure as much pain as women can. We all know that. Let a man cheat on you. A woman could take him back 40 times, still be hurt, might have insecurities, talk shit, and bring it all up all the time. But she could still try to love him and still be good to him. Let you cheat on a man, he's done with you, right? Because he can't even endure the pain of somebody else with his woman. Well, bitch, what do you think that she felt when somebody else was on that dick? Okay. That's first of all. Second of all, when y'all go through things, because y'all don't talk so much, it breaks y'all down so much that y'all become just unmanageable. To, because the fact that there's 75% of all suicides are males, that doesn't make any sense to me. Y'all supposed to be the strong ones. And... and, and I don't want to speak too much on suicide because it just makes me so sad that and it makes me angry, but I will never understand it because I'm never going to do that shit. But I empathize with a person. I'm just angry and hurt for a person that wanted to take their lives. It just makes me sad. That what the hell could we? I'm ready to cry, but I'm not going to. What the hell could have been done? What outlet could you have had? Who could you have spoken to? What could have saved you? And you know what? That's why I go so hard about God, because I don't need anybody to save me. I have been through the worst of the worst of the worst of things in life, financial situations, mental health situations, abusive, domestic violence, and not for myself, but I've seen it growing up. All the things that could break me and take my smile away from me has not. Personal problems that I had sometimes when I caused my own suffering in my life and I didn't know what to do and I felt like a victim. Who was the only one? It was nothing that my mother ever said that could have made me feel better about any situation. She would make me feel better, but it wasn't what she said that made me feel better. This is why I cherish God so much. This is why I love God so much. And it's not even, God is just the European name that was given, but there's a higher power. So it's the higher power that I'm used to saying, and I like that word. So that's my friend, God. But my higher power is the thing, the energy, the being that has gotten me through it. And it's so crazy. My dad is just amazing. But we were just talking about it. 
if we really strip away the title of God and all this other stuff and just understand that there's an energy that keeps you flowing and going every day. You know what my father told me the other day is that that energy is you. You are the energy. And yeah, we probably need a distraction to call it God. That that is what I need and God is what keeps me up. But damn, if we really think about it, it's really me. I be in here listening to these words and these words touch my soul. And it's connected to a spiritual being and power. But the power is coming from within inside of myself. Just like negative energy comes from inside you, that positivity and that motivation and that encouragement comes from inside of you as well. You're a God being. You are. We all are. It's just about you identifying it and not identifying. What do you want to draw closer to? The light or the darkness? That's why people don't want to have no spirituality in their lives and it's too complicated. It's not that complicated. It's not complicated to keep yourself motivated and encouraged. If you do it every single day, you will not have bad days. Certain things may happen throughout the day that may annoy you, change your mood, but skilled behavior, things might start changing your mood less. I'm, that's the place that I'm in right now. Things used to bother me so much. Things used to aggravate me and I'll go home. I had a bad day. I don't have bad days. I really don't. Bad shit be happening in the day sometime that takes me out of who I'm trying to be. But by the end of the day, when I get home every single night, the day was amazing and God is still good. Because I made it home safely. I have a home to make it home to. And everything that I need, I have. What more can you ask for? What else can I find to complain about? So, with that being said, with the suicide thing, I just, you know, really, my heart goes out. And hold on real quick, y'all, because it's really time to work out with my friends. My bad, I'm typing. It's time to work out with my friends. I got to tell them that I'm going to be late. I'm about to wrap it up. But, um, you know, when it comes to the suicide thing and just mental health in general, I'm going to keep promoting and shoving it down your throats to just get a spiritual connection. And when, and when it's all said and done, you will realize it connects back to yourself. You are your driving force. You are your good energy. You are your positivity. You are your encouragement. You are your success. You are your happiness. You are your joy. Let's stop looking for it elsewhere. It's nowhere else in this world. If y'all don't get it now, you never will. Your joy and your true genuine happiness, nobody else has to live in your mental. Nobody. Not your man, not your mama, not your sister, your brother, your cousin, your uncle, your girlfriend. Nobody's living in your mental space but you. And everything that's going on in your mental space is spewed out of your mouth. You may not know it, but it's spewed out of your mouth. It's coming out of your pores when you walk and when you talk to people. I can tell where mental space people are in based on the things they do and say. I can see the mental space that I used to be in based on the things I used to do and say. Like, oh, you you were small-minded for a while. I'm proud of you. And I'm still getting to a better place because change is not overnight. But it has to be constant. It has to be consistent for it to work. So, find your spiritual 
your spiritual connection because you need it. Your life depends on it. Your mental health depends on it. What is keeping you? What is your spiritual connection? If you don't have one, what are you doing to stay happy every day? And that's all I want to know. If you don't have one for the people that don't want to be spiritually connected, what do you do? Like what? And I'm not saying that spirituality is the end all be all. Tell me what you do because maybe I could use some other ways to stay happy when I'm not feeling good. I'm always down for new methods. But so all my victims of suicide, I love you. I, I want to live for you. That's deep. I want to live for anybody that's ever committed suicide. It just makes me so sad because we all have so much potential to be amazing people and we all started from so many different places but who knows where we could go give yourself that chance give yourself that chance anybody even thinking about suicide give yourself that chance that where you are right now is not where you're gonna be forever i've been in some of the worst places and them shits is behind me i can't even think about them no more it's so far distant in my past and i focused and on being happy and maintaining my happiness. Anybody, anything that comes to disturb that has to go. I'm adamant about it because of suicide, because of mental health. And guess what? Behind all them suicides was some shit that could have been fixed. Period. I refuse to believe that there was no other way out. So, again, I love you. We here to live for y'all. We here to do everything that y'all have the potential to do. And that's why I'm going to keep promoting the people that are here on earth to take their chance and stop finding reasons not to be happy. Figure it out. Whatever the fuck is wrong, figure it out. Yes, I mean about it. I don't want to hear people complaining this year about what's not this, what's not that. Do it. Fix it. Fuck all of that shit. Because I've been that person that want to complain. Oh, you little fat ass. Well, bitch, you don't mind being that fat because you keep eating and you ain't working out. I even be telling myself sometimes now, if I'm feeling a little lazy, that's my motivation. Get it on up. We already started. We done came too far now to give up. Okay? We got shit to do. We looking fine and shit. Girl, you know how much further we got to go? Oh, no, we got work to do. You can't give up. Literally, in the morning time, because I hate that it's dark when I'm getting up to go to the gym, I lay in the bed. I turn. I be late to work a little bit. I hate getting up last minute, and I'm trying to work on being more on time. But when it's coming to that gym, getting up at 6, until it starts being brighter at 6 o'clock, I can't do it. But I'm going to try, and I'm not even going to say I can't do it. I'm going to keep attempting to do it. But for the past couple of weeks, because my my God being that's inside of me is stronger than any negativity, when my negative side will be like, girl, you don't feel like it and you have every week, you've been working out all week, relax, give yourself one day to chill. No. That God being is like, get up now. Get up now. Because guess what? For the rest of the day, you're not even going to feel good. Because you know this was one thing that you could have done and only took 60 minutes out of your life. Why? Because you tired? You're not even tired. It's quarantine. Where the hell are we going and what are we doing? That is excuses. Excuses, people. All right, let me stop. But for real, y'all, you know, I always lose my train of thought. But anyway, back to the meme real quick so I can get the hell up out of here on this. Men are less likely to get help. Men, I am encouraging you right now, please, instead of hitting my DM to say, hey, beautiful, instead of hitting my DM to be talking all that little goofy, 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 Google shit. All that Google Gaga, goofy trooper shit y'all be talking about. 
I am welcoming you all to hit my DM for some words of encouragement, encouragement and motivation for the day. If you want to talk about some childhood traumas, yeah, I'm a stranger. I don't care. But maybe it's like a therapist, unbiased. I'm God conscious. I give pretty good advice. The next time you want to hit my DM and my message is saying I'm pretty, think about what's one of the saddest things that upset you right now. And, and, and let me motivate you to feel better about it, please. Because these aimless conversations y'all keep coming in with me with, I'm going to keep posting them because y'all get on my nerves. But I'm trying to be here for y'all, okay? So let me help you be there for you. Because y'all ain't doing shit for me. Trust me, you ain't stimulating my mind. I don't care about saying that I'm beautiful. I already know that. Honestly, really and truly. On no cocky shit. But the thing is, is that I don't seek validation elsewhere. I seek validation within myself. No, the only thing that matters is what I think about me. So when I'm mad that I'm not working out, I only care because I'm mad about it. Can't nobody tell me to go to the gym. Can't nobody tell me what to eat, how to do it. No, I am my own God here, okay? So no, I don't care about the compliments. What I care about is uplifting people, motivating them, telling y'all to get in these fucking stops, telling y'all to get some business, telling y'all to support your mental health, telling y'all to get some spirituality in your life. That's all I care about. Other than that, don't talk to me, okay? Damn. The last thing on the meme says, speak out. Talking saves lives. Talk to me when you want to talk about your problems. Talk to me when you want to be motivated, encouraged, and uplifted as a black man. I'm here for that. I want somebody to hit my DM right now like, yo, I just, I heard your post and I just need a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of motivation. I swear to God, I will go to your page and find the most beautiful thing about you and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for all that. So. I love you guys. This wasn't as quick as I thought it was going to be, yeah. But, you know, heartwarming episodes are my favorite. I know I hate crying and shit, but I'm very sensitive as much as a thug I am. Y'all know that I really be listening to my podcast that I'm very sensitive. And when it comes to people and love and showing love and being genuine, I'm all of that. And everything you bargain for and more. Okay? And that's just that on that. I love you guys, and we'll be back for more when we're back for more. Okay?